This is Brain Diet, episode number 34. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about unconventional weight loss tips. The reason that these tips are going to be unconventional is because they aren't really going to match the stereotype of normal weight loss tips that you might see in this day and age. They are unconventional because they also apply to areas that don't actually have anything to do with weight loss. (laughs) I am just giving them to you today with weight loss as an area that you can use these tips in. And hopefully you can find an area in your life that is useful to apply these types of tips and behaviors. So unconventional weight loss tips, here we go. I'm going to be sharing six with you today, six tips. And the first tip is to stop researching. Here is what I see in a lot of people when they are going about losing weight. And actually, this is something that people go about doing when they are pursuing any type of goal, is we start to research. And there is an importance to understanding what it is that we are doing and what it is that we want to do. But we tend to indulge in research, so it prevents us from taking action. Okay, when we research something, it feels really safe. We are consuming information and it feels legitimate and it feels useful, but we don't necessarily have to take action when we are just researching. So sometimes people will set out to lose weight and they start looking into all the different diets and all the different resources available and all the different pieces of information. And what we call this is passive action. Yes, you are taking action, but you aren't taking action that is going to move you forward. You can read about different diets, but as long as you aren't doing them, you aren't going to see any results. So if you have any goal in your life that you find you are researching a lot, maybe it's time to consider to just quit researching. A ratio that I usually like to go by if I am setting out to do something is about 80%, 20%. So what that means is 20% of the time I'm researching and gathering information and then 80% of the time I'm taking action. I'm trying things. I'm seeing what works and what doesn't work and I am trying to move myself forward through failures and successes but at the end of the day by me doing the work. And something that we will tend to do is we will do the research and then we will get out and start to take action and then something won't work. And so our instinct is to say, that didn't work. I need to go and do more research. But what I want to offer you is that more information outside of you isn't necessarily the answer. It isn't necessarily what's going to provide you with different results. Things not working is an opportunity for you to go inside yourself and to figure out what it is that isn't working in you and to make changes accordingly. I also want to offer that when you are pursuing goals, weight loss or otherwise, when something doesn't work, that doesn't mean that something has gone wrong. Usually when we encounter an obstacle somewhere, it means that we have hit our first obstacle that needs to be overcome in order to move to the next one. It doesn't mean we need to go backwards and go back into research mode. Okay, so first step, 
stop researching. So then once you have stopped all the research, the next tip is to meet yourself where you are and make a plan. Sometimes we will research and find all of these different diets or different lifestyles and it's way off from what we are normally used to. And so we try to throw ourselves into it and we haven't adjusted appropriately in order for us to get the results that we want or to be able to maintain it at the level that we want. And the example that comes to mind for me is in the movie Cars. When Lightning McQueen is trying to pave that road that he messed up and he takes Big Bertha, is that what it's called? That big paving machine? (laughs) He takes Big Bertha and he just like slams his way over this road so that by the end of the night, he's technically paved it, but really it's just this really crappy job that was even worse than when it started. And sometimes when we set out to do things with our weight, this is what can happen is we start at the very beginning and we try to just like white knuckle and rush our way through it just to get to an end point so that we can be done and then go back to the behavior that we were used to before we started. And what I want to offer here is that if we meet ourselves where we are, That means allowing this Big Bertha machine to take the time that it needs and go at the pace that it needs in order to complete a really useful and beautiful job by the time you get to a certain point. So when you meet yourself where you are and make a plan, what you are doing is teaching your brain that you can make a plan and follow through and trust your ability to rely on yourself. Because a lot of people, when they start making plans, they don't have adequate trust in themselves to follow through. And so it can be scary to set a plan in the first place. So when we meet ourselves where we are, we trust that we have the ability to follow through because it's something that we already know we're pretty comfortable with. And I know this is pretty contrary to what most coaches teach in terms of weight loss it's kind of like okay here's what you eat you need to be eating this or here are your macros and I'm not saying that's a problem but what I want you to consider is that if you normally eat like McDonald's three times a day then that's what I want you to start with in making a plan because if that's what you're comfortable with if that's what you can trust yourself to follow through on then what you can do is you make the plan to eat McDonald's three times a day and then you incrementally as you are ready and as this big Bertha machine has done its job and gone at its appropriate pace you can change your plan by like one percent Because let me tell you, if you have ultimate trust in yourself, you can get to a point where you are eating foods that are fuel for your body and it being so easy. But if you are eating McDonald's and then trying to immediately go into really strict macro counting and only protein and vegetables and rice and starches and potatoes and all of that, it's going to be really difficult because your relationship with yourself isn't going to match what it is that you are trying to change in your behavior. If you go at the pace where you do this with yourself, you develop the relationship with yourself required to eventually follow through in a way that yields results that are beautiful and useful. Just as this road at the end of the movie is so beautifully paved and finished and Lightning McQueen does an amazing job. Okay, so stop researching and then meet yourself where you are and make a plan. And what that plan looks like is just planning 24 hours ahead of time what it is you're going to eat. 
It sounds so simple, but what if weight loss like this could be simple? All you have to do is just make a plan and meet yourself where you are. It's such an amazing thing. The third tip I'm going to offer to you today is to make the other areas of your life outside of weight loss exciting. So often we are trying to lose weight and we want it to be a really exciting experience. And unfortunately, weight loss and true eating only foods that are fuel to your body is actually incredibly boring. It's not exciting at all. (laughs) So when we expect it to be exciting and we eventually learn that in order to lose weight and to maintain it, it requires a certain amount of eating foods that are fuel for our body. When we realize how boring that is, it's kind of disappointing. And so what I want to offer here is this is amazing news that if you can make other areas of your life exciting and just let the food be fuel, you actually set yourself up for more excitement. Because when the most exciting part of our life is eating food, we are using our energy and our excitement in order to consume, right? And imagine if you could be excited about something that was creative, that you were creating instead of consuming with your excitement. Like if you were really excited about being a musician and recording a song, like using that excitement to share your talent and your music with the world, look at how amazing that would be. Whereas using your excitement around food, I'm not saying that isn't amazing, but what is it that you really get out of that? There isn't a very energizing result. I mean, I guess literally there is with the calories. (laughs) But at the end of the day, if you're using your excitement in order to consume, it doesn't leave you with much. So make other areas of your life exciting. Because long term, really effective lifestyles, it really actually is boring. But keep in mind that that could be an amazing thing. Tip number four is to take care of your body through all stages. The stages of weight loss, one mistake that we make is believing that they are going to be linear, that we will start losing weight, we will set out to lose weight, we'll start losing weight, and that it will continue to go down incrementally until we get to our goal weight. And there are so many different components and nuances to weight loss that believing that it's going to be linear puts us at a very disempowering perspective because the truth is it's never going to go that way. So when you can understand that there are going to be so many different stages to your weight loss and that it is imperative that you take care of yourself through each of these stages, it will be so much more of a rewarding and an enjoyable experience for you. And so what that means is if you are 50 pounds above your goal weight, you take care of your body by planning things that you believe will be most useful. And I'm not saying will be most healthy. You plan things, like I said, that meet you where you are so that you know long-term it will result in long-term effects and long-term results. Then when you are 50 pounds down and maybe at your goal weight, you are still taking care of your body. You aren't saying things like, oh, you deserve it. You deserve to have a treat because of all the work that you have done in your weight loss. I want you to really examine what it is that you and your body deserve. Because what I want to offer is that your body doesn't deserve to be treated like a garbage can. Your body deserves to be treated well, to be nourished, to be thanked. So no matter where you are in your weight loss, 
above your goal weight, below your goal weight, or anywhere in between. If you loved your body, what would it deserve? What would be most useful to it long-term? Make that decision and then move on. Move on to the next most exciting part of your life. Taking care of your body physically means in the way that you are planning for it, but taking care of your body also means taking care of it mentally in the way that you are talking to yourself and relating to this weight loss experience. So what that means brings me to tip number five is you have to be so deliberate about identifying your wins. And I'm not talking about massive weight loss being the big win that you need to identify. Big wins are making a plan and having stuck to it. At the end of the day, you say, I made a plan and I stuck to it and I am awesome for it. Because if you're constantly looking at things that didn't work, you aren't going to nurture the things that do. And that's what's going to make the experience feel completely terrible. You have to identify the minuscule wins and make sure you acknowledge them in yourself. I would recommend even steering away from using weight loss as a win. I think weight loss is just a side perk of all of the mental work that you do to get there. So that means wins like following your plan. That means wins like not beating the crap out of yourself when you don't follow your plan. That means wins like continuing to make plans when maybe you haven't been following them after a certain period of time. Those types of wins, when you give yourself credit for that, I kind of think of it like with my puppy where it's positive reinforcement. Like when he does something awesome, like when he pees outside, I am so excited about it and make sure that he knows it. And that makes all the difference. It's not that when he pees in the house that I negatively reinforce that by taking away some of his food or taking away some of his toys. I don't really think that that's useful. But what is energizing is identifying the small wins, no matter how small, and giving yourself all of the credit in the world for them. Which then brings me to the sixth and final unconventional tip that I am going to leave you with today is to stop beating yourself up when things don't go the way that you had planned. When you haven't lost weight in a certain period of time, when you make a plan and you don't follow through with it, when you binge on all sorts of things that maybe you wouldn't normally want to be eating or binge on things that aren't necessarily fuel for your body, there is no upside to beating yourself up here. And this isn't just me cheering you on and saying, you're doing such a good job, keep going, which I mean, I am, let's be honest, I'm cheering you on. But I want you to see that when we beat ourselves up, there really isn't an upside to doing so. We get stuck in this idea that somehow if we completely tear ourselves to shreds, that it will help us improve in certain areas of our life. And it couldn't be further from the truth. And it feels terrible along the way. What would be the point anyway? But what happens is we think to ourselves like, you suck. Why in the world do you think you could accomplish this? I can't believe that you went off your plan. You haven't lost weight. You're the worst. And there's all sorts of negative self-talk that comes up when we are going through goal pursuit. And what happens is when we think that way about ourselves, we feel terrible. And when we feel terrible, that is what leads to self-sabotage and to going further off our plan and to doing things that are even less useful than perhaps the first behavior in the first place. Beating ourselves up doesn't accomplish anything. 
If you have been trying to lose weight for a period of time and you've been beating yourself up and you're here looking for maybe a different way to approach it, I want you just to give this a shot to consider that maybe not beating yourself up could actually be the answer. It could actually be useful in helping you cross that final threshold to lose the weight that you've been wanting to lose for a certain amount of time. What this looks like is I ate off my protocol. You know what? Let's see if we can understand why I did. Moving on. Imagine if it could actually be possible for you to go throughout a complete physical change and feel emotionally amazing throughout it. This is such a foreign concept to people. People think that weight loss should be this miserable experience, like getting to a goal should be such a grind. And in a way, it's difficult. It's uncomfortable. But it doesn't have to feel terrible. It requires some discomfort so that we can grow and examine what's happening in our brains and examine how that relates to how we're showing up with our food. But don't negatively reinforce yourself as you would a puppy. Don't take things away and punish yourself. There's no upside to doing that. And it just creates more feeling terrible. Giving yourself the credit where it is you have won and having compassion on yourself where it is that you may have gone in a different direction. And then you move on. Okay, so those are my six tips. Number one, stop researching. Number two, meet yourself where you are and then just make a plan. Number three, make other areas of your life exciting. And then number four, you take care of your body through all the stages of weight loss. Then number five, you identify every single win. And number six, you stop beating yourself up. Those are just the tips off the top of my head as I was really working with some clients in their weight loss. That was what I wanted to tell them was those six tips at the time. And there are going to be so many more tips that I will share with you on this podcast. But take those six and see how they might fit into your life and into your own health journey or just your own goal journey. And this is something that I can help you with. If you want help, sign up for a free mini session. You know the drill. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.